Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Disney's Cruella. My name is Daniel and joining me today is Shabazz. Hello. Hello. I, 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 I don't know why I got so nervous. I wanted to like do an accent and I, I was like, I saw wait, it in your eyes. I wait, saw it in your I was, was going to do a French one. Then I'm like, wait, this place takes place in England. So right. maybe I should do an English accent. Right. And then in the time that I was saying all this and I was looking at your face, I was, I like, was like, Shay, you have to say, you have I, to say something. I got to just talk because or else I just look like an idiot. So hello, Daniel. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. I was going to introduce you actually as like, you know, you know, Dalmatian fan or something, but I'm like, no, just, I know Shay was going to bring the funniness. They call me doggy fan number one. You know? Snoop Dogg, um, <laughs> they call me. No Anthony on today's recording of this review. I think he said something about making a coat out of Dalmatians, maybe? that Maybe that's what he's maybe, doing. Maybe, maybe. Maybe out of snakes. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series just like this one. Make sure you follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We're still on our goal to hit 200 five-star reviews by September. So try and make that happen for us if you can. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, you could check out our show notes for all those links and more. Some quick announcements. We do have a brand new episode of The Movie Podcast out already for this week. Uh, Apple Podcasts has been a little slow with updating their feed. So if you're listening to us on an iPhone or any Apple device, don't worry. We're coming. Uh, this week, we talk about Canada's movie theater problem and the Discovery Warner Brothers merger and more, more Mission Impossible turning 25. Uh, a lot of different things. The Batman animated series. There's a lot of uh, a lot of fun news this week. Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we also have a bunch of reviews up on the movie podcast feed right now for movies like Army of the Dead, MODOK, Master of None, Season 3, and more. Shout out to our friends at Spotify Podcasts, who actually shouted us out uh, for our Master of None Season 3 review and shared that on the official Spotify podcast Twitter page. So that was really, really cool to see. Uh, some reviews we have coming up. Uh, June is going to be a lot of fun. We have a lot of big movies coming out this month. Hopefully ones that will open up in Canada. Uh, maybe we'll even have a review of Spiral from the Book of Saw. Who knows? Who knows? Do you know, Shay? I, you know what? I feel like I don't know. Uh, nobody knows. No. Uh, but that's not what today's all about. Today, we are talking about Disney's Cruella. This is a film directed by Craig Gillespie and is based on 101 Dalmatians, which I think we all grew up watching. Uh, it's available this Friday in theaters where available and on, on Disney Plus Premier Access. Uh, so here in Canada, that would be for $34.99 you'd be able to rent this? Correct. Or not, sorry, not rent it. Basically own it. Yeah. And have it part it of your Disney you Plus. Disney Plus. Right. Yes. Yeah. So have it on your Disney Plus account. It stars Emma Stone as the title character. Emma Thompson, uh, Emma Thompson, Joel Fry, Paul Walter Hauser, Emily Beecham, Kirby Howell Baptiste, and Mark Strong. And I want to say thank you to our friends at Disney for sending us this movie for a review. I'm really excited to talk about this movie. Me too. Shay. Kick us off with the synopsis, please. For sure. So Academy Award winner Emma Stone stars in Disney's Cruella, an all-new live-action feature film about the rebellious early days of one of cinema's most notorious and notoriously fashionable villains, the legendary Cruella de Vil. Cruella, which is set in 1970s London amidst the punk rock revolution, follows a young grifter named Estella, a clever and creative girl determined to make a name for herself with her designs. She befriends a pair of young thieves who appreciate her appetite for mischief, and together they are able to build a life for themselves on the 
London streets. One day, Estella's flair for fashion catches the eye of the Baroness von Hellemann, a fashion legend who is devastatingly chic and terrifyingly hot. Hot? Hot. Hot? Hot. Played by two-time Oscar winner Emma Thompson. Honestly, I've been so excited to to talk about this movie. Um, But before I do any more talking, Shay, I I want you to start us off with your first reactions to this movie. Yeah, um, so Cruella is a film that we got our first look. And I say first look, I mean a picture, maybe like, what, two years ago? 2019 was our right? first look. Yeah, I was looking this up. It was, uh, I believe it was in the summer of 2019. We saw that first look at uh, Emma Stone with the Dalmatians. You know, with the hair. The hair. And, and it was like, we could tell this was very different from what we were correct going into this expecting, right? Yeah. And then... It was just radio silence until February of this year, where we finally saw a teaser trailer. And I wasn't, I wasn't overwhelmed by it. I, I was just kind of like, oh, that was okay. Nothing too special. And then the theatrical trailer came out and still didn't really do much for me. But boy, was I wrong. Because when I started this movie, I was immediately in love with it. It, it blew away all my expectations. I had such a good time with it. I loved the setting. I love the punk rock aesthetics. And I love the fashion. This film really is if Disney tried to tackle um, Devil Wears Prada. Meets the Joker. Meets the Joker. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of great elements in this film. And I'm, I'm saying it here, Daniel. I'm saying it right now. I'm hearing it. This performance by Emma Thompson is better than Meryl Streep in Devil Wears Prada. Wow. I'm, I'm okay. saying that on the record okay. because I was more scared of Emma Thompson's Baroness than I was of Meryl Streep and okay. Devil's Wears Prada. That, that is Again, no shade, no shade. I mean, Meryl Streep no, really we, doesn't need we, any... We are Devil Wears Prada stands. Yes, we the like podcast. the Devil Wears Prada. We love it. And, you know, I love Meryl Streep's performance in that movie, but Emma Thompson really gave ran circles around her in this one. Yeah. She, you could just tell, I think the biggest thing with this film is that you could just tell that these characters went for it. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think we're in a we're in a really interesting spot right now with uh, Disney live-action films because this really isn't a live-action remake. No. This is its own thing. And I think when you get a director like uh, Craig Gillespie, who we last saw working on I, Tonya, who was the director of I, Tonya, which was a great film, mm-hmm. um, this definitely has shades of, this, of that film in it. Um, he also is, has the Apple TV Plus show... Uh, physical, which is coming out with Rose Byrne next month. Right. Um, so, like, he just has, like, this really cool style to him. And I just think that um, this is what I, I want from Disney live-action films right now that are based on animated films, that, you know, you're not just following what we've gotten before, and you're not just going for a nostalgia play. You're doing something really cool. And I think that they went for it in this. And I think that Emma Stone being cast as Cruella was such an interesting and cool choice. And her performance is great. Oh, yeah. She is so fun to watch. And it's something I've been seeing with some social reactions. Of, like, the music in this film is so damn good. The licensed music. You know, it's, it's... And the score. And the score. You know, like, this This is a film that just... It embraces that 70s aesthetic so well. It's so wickedly, like, fun to see these characters do these things. Yeah, they're, they're, bad, they're bad guys, but they're not they're bad not guys. They're not bad guys. You know? Like, it just... It's, I, I love the team of, like... You know Estella or Cuella and you know uh, Paul Walter Hauser's character. Um, they're just they're they're such a fun dynamic between the the trio of them. Yeah, Jasper and Horace are yes. are great to see in this movie, and you know they were famously portrayed. By, I mean, I, I know uh, Jasper was famously portrayed Hugh by Laurie. Hugh Laurie in yeah. the in the live action with uh, 
Glenn Close. We went Glenn Close, yeah. And it's crazy to think that those movies were 20 plus oh years God. ago now, right? You know what? It's interesting you, you mentioned the whole 1970s aesthetic because while this movie, yes, does feel like it's in the 70s, it also kind of feels like it's in its own time and place. Yes. It, it doesn't date itself that badly because when I'm watching it, I knew that it was the 70s, but I didn't completely feel like it was the 70s because it just felt like I was in its world. Right. And I think that's the most important thing here. And yeah. I love that you said that because so many times when we have period pieces, they'll rely so much on the nostalgia or they'll rely so much on the timing of Correct. it to be like, oh, this is our story. And I think that's what the biggest problem was with Wonder Woman 1984 to bring that movie up where it's like they almost came with the aesthetic first yes. and they didn't do anything with it. No. Where in this film, they're like, yes, it's in the 70s and we're going to embrace that. And we're also just going to tell a really good story. Yeah. So we're not just using the time period as like a crutch for this to yeah. explain why certain things can happen. No, it's just a full on story that you're going to be fully immersed in. Yeah. And seeing Cruella and uh, the Baroness going at each other kind of back and forth in this film is so fun to see. And I love the way like, you know, the headlines come in and he, I love seeing Cruella as a sympathetic character too. Right. And I'm, again, like with the 101 Dalmatians in the room, like, how are you going to do? Uh, how are you going to do a movie and be on the side of the main character who wants to kill puppies and make a coat out of them? Yeah, and I think this movie does a really good job of that. It does a really good job. Of it's not that. about that. Yeah, and and it, and I think it also does a great job of of having us understand how these characters like Jasper and Horace, who we know are treated terribly in the in the anime right. in the live action, how they be, went from friends to being henchmen, and it's so believable. Almost everything this movie does is believable. I get why Estella and Cruella are the same person. I get why that transition happens and how smoothly it happens. You know, I asterisk on smoothly because yes, it is almost like a sudden jolt, but it makes sense. Everything this movie is so methodically planned out, and you know, I credit to the screenwriters and and and, the, and whoever came up with the story because my God, it 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 flows so well. I only have one gripe with this film. Lay it on me. And it's and it's it's minor. Well, I want to say it's minor, but it's, it was more selfish. Yeah. I wanted more Mark Strong because Always. I love Mark Strong. Yes. You love Mark Strong. We love Mark Strong. And man, when he's in a movie, I just want him to really overtake it or be more of a presence. And he's he's really a background character in this one. He is. Um, so uh, I, I, I wish we got more of it. Maybe he ended up on the cutting floor for all we know. It could have been, you know, because this movie is a two-hour long film. So it, this it isn't is, a yeah. short film. And I want to talk a little bit about, um, is this a kid's movie in just a second? But Correct. Before we get there, like, yes, Mark Strong, I think, um, I just I just have a feeling that he could have had a lot more scenes because he felt like too big of a of a, of a presence to just be in the role that he was. Yes, he did have a a major role in, in some of the parts in this movie. Mm-hmm. I just wish there was more of him mm-hmm. in it. Um but yeah, let's 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 talk about this movie, Jay, in the sense of man, it's dark. It is, and I'm 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 surprised it's PG. Yeah, I mean here's the thing. I think growing up we were we were not to put on the nostalgia hat, but it's also like I think we were exposed to a lot more different um things growing up in the sense of like oh like this we shouldn't i'm too young to be watching this movie or the yes. show and i think this movie will genuinely like it may scare some kids it's it's you know? definitely dark there's there's elements in this film where are you know i didn't expect that and it had my gut kind of wrenching at some right too. Yeah. but again yes there's so much beauty and there's some violence here and there but there's just a lot of realism to the film that I'm like, oh, I wonder if kids will grasp what's happening here. Right. And I think, yeah, that's, that's the big thing, right? Like, um, there's a great story being told. I'm like, well, this is a pretty 
like mature story that they're they're telling yeah. here, right? So I could almost see like like the preteen, like like the teenagers getting more out of this yes. and the adults than maybe the the, the young kids, the yeah. youngsters would, right? Yeah. because um, this is this is probably one of the darkest Disney live action remakes that we've gone. I mean, again, right. I haven't seen Maleficent myself, but Melissa, uh, Maleficent is more. Uh, yes, there's there are dark elements to it, but with the magic, that seems and more gothic, if anything. Right, but there, a lot of kids like, like that, that, right? Because yeah, you have more fantasy elements. Right, in there's it. the fantasy elements of it. Yeah, right? and this, well, this one is real life. This one is real life. I think a great topic of the show for us to do one day on the movie podcast, which again you could catch oh, every single Monday. I heard about it. Um, I would love to rank our personal lists of the Disney live action films. Yeah. Of 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 late. Because surprisingly, maybe, maybe this weekend we could. Maybe we could. I'm actually leaning towards putting this at the top of mind. This is, I mean, if you look at it, this is a movie that I could watch. I could watch a lot. Actually. Yeah, you know, like it's great. Tr- truth be told, I, I I've already watched it twice. Same. So so I uh, that shows how much I enjoyed it. Right. This you would know? have been again. It, it all comes back to like, yeah, this would have been a lot of fun to watch in theaters. Oh, this would have been a great film to watch in theaters. I love the title sequences yeah, as well. You know, with the ni- the the, uh, the needle drops as well yeah. too. Like it's so it's just so fun. And I think, you know? um, yeah, there's 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 a lot of elements in this film that really just stood out to me. I we're not. I I don't consider myself a fashion aficionado. Yes, but any time you know. Cruella or yeah, mostly Cruella really showed up with a fashion statement or 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 a piece of clothing. I was like, damn, that looks good. Like this, looks the cool, costume man. design yeah. in this movie. If this it's, isn't getting it gets it's nominated. It's in the bag next year it for has costume to be. design. It has it's to easily. Be. Mark we're saying it here first. Mark our words. The, the Mark Strong our words. Mark Strong our I like that. You know, Mark, Mark Strong, strong our, words. our words. Cruella will win best costume design at the Oscars in twenty twenty two. There. Remember this day. We're going to post this on our social media next year for right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just edit it out a little bit. You know, Corella, best best costume, best design. costume design. Um, no, it was great. So I want I want to get to our final recommendations of this movie. But before we do, uh, I just want to remind you that you can follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. Uh, if there's any other social medias out there that we're not on, let us know. We'll we'll be there. Um, we're also on our hunt to get 200 five-star ratings on apple podcast especially here in canada so if you're listening to us if you're canadian you like what we're doing please head over to the apple podcast page drop us a five-star review right into the show we'd love to read it on our show um and this week stay tuned for more reviews that we have you know we have the friends reunion coming soon we have um a lot of other movies that we'll hopefully be able to review if they come here to canada so best place to follow us is instagram and twitter and letterbox and make sure you follow us and see exactly what's coming out um, Shay, start us off with your final recommendation of Cruella, and I also want to, you to keep in mind that this also includes paying a bit more of a price than you would have for movie tickets. Yeah, for so sure. Let's keep that top of mind when let's we give our suggestions. 100%. Um, I, what I'll say about Cruella is if they plan to make a sequel, which technically would be 101 Dalmatians, like a remake of it. I would totally pay for that as well because I am. I so want to see this continue. I want to see this go forward. These exact characters now lead into the story that we already know because this movie is a 100% a watch it for me. I'd say, you know, it's $35.99 in Canada, I believe, and $29.99 in the States on Disney+. Plus. But then again, you get the access for it as well. Forever. You get to keep it as long as you keep a Disney Plus subscription. You get to split that cost amongst your family and friends if you're already in the same household and you're sharing the same account. So 
it's such a great film. If you're a fan of Emma Stone, this is one of her best roles as well. If you're a fan of the movie Devil Wears Prada, you're going to like this movie. If you love Disney and you're maybe a little cautious about it, I, I highly recommend it. $34.99 is what you're seeing? $34.99, Correct, yes. yeah. So there we go. I Yeah, I recommend it 100%. Go watch Cruella. It's a watch it. I'm right there with you, Shay. Could you imagine if they do like a bit of a time jump? With the sequel, and it's like in the eighties, and now you're dealing with like the eighties, like fashion and everything like that. So New down wave, for it, that, kind of do exactly enough. what X Men did so well. You know what I mean? But maybe show that the characters <laughs> aged a little bit. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, this movie is an easy watch. It it's easily worth the money to rent it, especially if you're in the house with a family and you're looking for something to watch this weekend. Um, you know, you could split that cost, but you know, thirty four ninety nine to get a movie of this caliber in your home, one hundred percent worth it. I absolutely adore this film, and it's easy to say this is my favorite live-action remake uh, or live-action Disney film in so long. It is so fun to watch. Emma Stone, Emma Thompson, uh, and the entire cast are just, they're great in it. They're just, they're going for it. They're having a great time with it. The music's great. The costume design is great. The cinematography is beautiful. Like, there is just so many things about this movie that it stayed on my mind the next day while watching it, and I'm so excited to... Um, hear everybody else's response to this. So if you check it out this weekend, let us know. Um, give us your review of it. We'd love to read it on the movie podcast. Um, also, um, <laughs> I I'm just I'm just so like I'm I'm literally as I'm I'm talking right now I'm thinking about this movie mm-hmm. and I was like damn like that was really that was a really, great time with it that was really really good that was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Cruella. Don't forget you could catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. And watch out for our review episodes just like this one throughout the week on all the latest movies and series. You can follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. And check out our show notes for all those links and more. Thank you so much for listening. That was this time with The Movie Podcast. And we'll see you next.